If you want to improve your life over the course of one month in all aspects, physical movement, your nutrition, your mentality, your work life, and whatever else is important to you, if you can commit by placing just one small wager on yourself with this challenge, you'll be drastically different by month's end. This is your host, Jordan Carroll, and welcome to the Sunday Ain't Scary Podcast, the show dedicated to those addicted to living outside of their comfort zone, obsessed with designing a life of freedom, and for those who choose to make every day count because they know Sunday Ain't Scary. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Sunday Ain't Scary Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Get ready for that heat. Because I'm coming with the flames today. Things that are going to change your life and you're going to be able to take a specific challenge that I'm doing that I created and you can start this with a friend, you can start this with a group of friends as an automatic reset. So make sure you stay for this whole episode because I'm going to explain exactly what it is. I'm going to explain how you can get the challenge written for free from me and it's going to be awesome. So first off, I want to talk about the elephant in the world, which is what's going on in Ukraine. And I'll start by saying this. The bottom line is that war is fucking awful. Nobody wins wherever it is, whether it's in Ukraine, whether it's in Afghanistan, Yemen, Syria. There are so many places in the world right now that are suffering. And the people who always suffer the most are the citizens, the civilians, the people that have nothing to do with the decisions to go to war. And I also want to acknowledge that I'm not educated on this stuff. I try to stay very out of politics. And a difficult part of having a platform of any kind, of having any sort of following, having any sort of, you know, and I don't even have big following, but having people that I know that listen to this, there's almost like this weird expectation when you go onto like LinkedIn or Instagram or wherever that you have to say something about this. But it's also okay when you're not educated on something to not pretend that you are. That's the case with me. I'm following a few friends that live in the Ukraine and they post updates and I see them once in a while. But other than that, I really can't speak on it more than what I've said. It it sucks. It sucks and it feels like the world is a difficult place to live in right now, both because of the media, how people are treating each other and all this. So I notice for me, when I'm just focused on making myself the best version I can be by spreading love, by making people smile, by taking care of my body, by trying to make one life better around me first, I can more easily impact change. Having said that, this is kind of what bleeds into this episode. In order to be my best self, in order to take myself to the next level, to be the best version of myself, I felt that I needed a reset. I needed to do something different than what I had been doing the previous couple of months. I had come off of a surgery. If you've listened to this podcast, you know me, you know that this happened. I keep fucking talking about it because it's relevant to my life. But I'm in month four of recovery from a very severe surgery, an ACL replacement in my knee. And I noticed that like not being able to exercise in the ways that I've wanted to has led to also eating a certain way and has led to other bad habits. And I just wanted to shake things up because I'm starting to get to a point where I can move a little bit more. I can take longer walks. I I even started running on an anti-gravity treadmill, which reduces the gravity and you end up running on what feels like air kind of. It's it's really cool because it takes away basically like half of your body weight from you. But anyway, 
selfishly, I'm going back to Mexico next month. So I wanted to look good. <laughs> I wanted to, to shave off some of these LBs. I wanted to be in a position where I felt really good about going to the beach and jumping in the pool. And I've kind of always had self-consciousness about my body. I grew up overweight. And I think this is true for anybody. I mean, you just want to, you want to look good. You want to look good for yourself, but you also want to look good for other people, which is a difficult line because there's a lot of ego involved in that. This is not the episode to go into all the things about the ego, but I want to talk about this challenge. So I've done so many different types of challenges in my life. I've done no sugar challenges where I've literally, I restricted myself from eating any added sugars. I've done the 75 hard program. I probably restarted it 11 times. You can look it up if you want to look it up. I've done countless diets. I've done a lot of different things. And the theme of a lot of those things has always been restriction. It's always been taking things away from your life in such a way that felt, I don't know, it just felt very negative and it felt like, you know, diets don't really work, at least not for me. I've always had trouble with actually restricting myself with a quote unquote diet because when you make things inaccessible and rely on your willpower and you just walk by pizza all day or walk by chocolate all day and tell yourself no over and over and over again, eventually you're going to cave and then you're going to binge eat. That's what used to happen to me. So I don't do diets anymore. So going into this challenge, I wanted it to be something where I could change some of my habits forcibly so that I could lose weight without doing very strict restrictions. I will explain exactly what all this means as I go through this, but the point of it is I wanted it to be a sustainable challenge that over the course of the month, I was exerting myself. I was out of my comfort zone and I was doing things that were really good for me, but it didn't feel like this restrictive diet that I was so used to feeling. So after Mexico, I'm also going on this international book tour. I'm going to be going to Croatia and Turkey and Bulgaria. I'm doing speaking gigs. I'm promoting my book. I'm talking at a lot of cool events. And so knowing that this is going to be happening, I want to have sustainable things in place, habits and routines in place, even before I get to the first place, which is Mexico next month, so that this becomes second nature to me to continue some of these things. And I needed some added support around me. So I just created it. And this is something that I'm actually pretty good at. I'm good at becoming great at manifesting things around me that I want, imagining things, and then them coming to fruition, taking obviously action to make that happen. But I imagine in my head a group of five to 10 people that were going to be really interested in doing this challenge with me. I imagine this be a supportive group where everybody's texting in the group every day and they're providing their updates and they're talking about the habits that they're completing and everybody's kind of on the same page. That's exactly what I've got. When this podcast comes out, we'll be only six days into the challenge, most likely, if this comes out on Sunday, which it should. And it's already creating a ton of change for the people involved. So I felt like I wanted to share it. I wanted to share my thought process behind how I came up with this challenge, the rules of the challenge, and then also how you can adapt it for yourself. And obviously, if you want to do this with your friends as well. So the structure of this challenge is that each person involved makes a monetary wager on themselves. They're betting on themselves to win. And every single day is a bet. So what we did was for 31 days, in March, we had a $31 buy-in for this wager. So you pay $31, every single dollar 
represents a day. $31, 31 days. There is a leaderboard that's kept on how much money each person has in their account. And the goal is to retain as much of your money as you can. So every single day you are betting a dollar. You have a dollar on the line and you must accomplish two things on every single day in March. And, and of course, adapt this to whatever month you're doing it in if you want to. Or you could do double, you could do triple, you could do whatever the fuck you want. But basically the two things that you have to do is one, a group check-in where you text the rest of the group with your status saying if you've completed the habits or not. And then number two is the actual completion of all the habit list for your day. So we're on the honor system for that. So everybody picks their habits and I'll, I'll talk about that in a moment. So you lose your bet if either of those things don't happen. So if you don't text the group, even if you complete your habits or you don't complete your habits and you text the group, you lose the dollar for the day. Both have to be true for you to retain your dollar. You can also double your losses. If you miss multiple days in a row, your losses start to double. On the second day that you miss, you lose $2 instead of one. If you miss four days in a row, you lose $8, right? If you miss enough days in a row, you end up owing money. So that's the whole thing. And the reason that is in place is because the whole goal is just not to mess up more than one day in a row, right? If you screw up in one day, it's not a big deal. Life happens. But to do it multiple days in a row, it really takes some some neglect, right? Because then you're not looking in the group, you're not being part of it. So I really wanted a structure that disincentivized people from falling off the wagon completely and not finishing, even if they have some days that they miss. So here's how we play. Everyone chooses something that they either want to add or subtract, a habit or a routine in five different areas of life. These are challenging things, yet they're very attainable. And adding something means that you currently don't do it. Subtracting means it's something that you do frequently and you want to to live without. So the five categories are physical movement or exercise, mental, emotional, spiritual are, are wrapped up into one. Work, business, your job are wrapped into one. Nutrition, substance, foods are wrapped into one. And then one of them is a wild card. So physical mental, work, nutrition, wildcard. So once you've chosen the routines you want to add or subtract, it's just one per. So physical movement, for instance, might be you're adding one workout a day, and it's a very specific workout that you're going to do every single day in March. Once you've chosen those, you're responsible to yourself and to the group to report that every single day of the month and actually do them. And again, only by completing both the tasks do you retain that bet. At the end of the month, whoever has the most money in their account gets all the money. If there's a tie, then the, the people that tie split it. So basically it went from me imagining this in my head to creating it and getting nine people in the group within the course of one day. Actually, it was about two days, which was awesome because I thought of it, I think, February 26th, and then I had to get everybody in there by the 28th prior to March 1st. So it was really cool that obviously I've got friends that are willing to do this, but everyone's been so awesome. And it's just a testament to when you have really great people around you that can challenge you and support you and and great people that want to be a part of your success and also want their own success, what you can accomplish together. Because there's already been texts in the group that's like, hey, this is already changing the game for me. We have one guy who's a father and he is constantly feeling guilty because he doesn't spend as much time as he wants with his two daughters. And part of his challenge was he wanted to spend at least 
a certain amount of time, I think it was, what, 30 minutes a day or an hour a day or something, with his kids, undivided attention. And that was a big thing for him because sometimes he'll just be working and working and working and and we all get into those cycles where that's kind of the case. Some of the ones for me, so I'll just go over mine real quick if you're interested in hearing. Well, you wouldn't be interested in hearing. You could just turn off... You just turn off the podcast, I guess, if you're not interested in hearing. So here's a key, actually. Let's talk about this key. Is that when you're picking the things that you want to do, one of my biggest suggestions for people was to write them with positive frames. So instead of, again, feeling restricted, instead of feeling like, oh, if I'm subtracting something, it's a bad thing. It's like I'm losing this really cool thing out of my life. It's what's the opposite feeling that you're getting by getting rid of this thing that's awesome. Right. So mine, the way in the way that I write that is very important, too. So for my physical movement, one is I feel better physically by doing my daily ATG programming plus 10 pull ups, 25 push ups and 50 sit ups to give me more flexibility, mobility and strength. So I wrote out a whole sentence there that explained this basically it's this knee program that helps my you know, helps my stretching. And it, there's also some strength training in there. And then I do these kind of extra pull-ups and push-ups and sit-ups as well. And the way that I'm framing it is about feeling better physically, right? Let's go to one that's a subtraction. So one of the ones subtracting is in nutrition and also the wild card. I'll go over both of these. So in nutrition, I also have that frame of I feel better by making all my caffeinated drinks at home and saving money because that means I'm drinking higher quality caffeine. So the big thing there for me was I was going, I have three coffee shops within 0.5 miles of me here. It's so dangerous. I can go and get a sugary matcha drink that's $7. And that's what I was doing almost every morning for probably two months. I was going and getting these drinks. And not only is that sugar wise is less than desirable, but also from the monetary perspective, you end up spending quite a bit of money. So, and I, and I have matcha here in the house. Shout out Tenzo T, my guys over there. So I have this drink in my house, but I'm not making it. I'm, I'm like still going to the cafes to get this. And as long as I can frame it as, oh wow, like I have higher quality stuff here, which I do. I can make it myself at any time, which I can. And I've already bought it, which saves me money. So I'm looking at it from this positive frame rather than, oh, I don't get to have my, you know, my matcha drink from these stores. It's like, no, I got it better here. And that's, I think, a big part of what I wanted to accomplish here is also in the wild card section. My one there was, I want to feel, I feel better, more energetic. I wake up earlier and I'm at my optimum level of productivity with living weed free. So marijuana is something that I love. I absolutely love marijuana. And uh, I mostly eat it as a edible. But it still it gives me this kind of the day after effect. It's like I usually wake up later. I usually feel a little bit groggier. I don't get as much stuff done. And I kind of get a little loopy. I can't be productive when I'm high. So for me, it was like, I want to be the most optimal version of myself. And that version does not include marijuana. It's a month. If I want to have a little bit after the month, okay. But what if I end up doing it and I realize, yeah, my life's a lot better without it? Because sometimes we build up these psychological dependencies and then we also build up these physical dependencies and these habits that are built on these triggers and these routines where if we just replace some of these things 
we can still get the same feeling that we're looking for. And I think that that's what I've found so far is that even in the first few days, I had to go through kind of a, a sugar withdrawal for a bit. But then once I got through that, I've been feeling a lot better. Like every day I'm feeling so good. And yeah, it, it just changes quickly. So if you want to do this challenge for yourself, if you want the full document explaining the rules that you can just have a templated version of, if you want to use this for your with your family, with your friends, reach out to me. You could send me a note on Instagram on in DMs and I'll send it to you for free. If enough people ask me for it, I'll add it to the description as a download. But the point is, is that I actually want people to take the extra action step to reach out to me because one, that I know who's listening to the podcast. And two, it shows me that you're serious and you actually want to do this, which is really cool. So if you're interested in doing it, let me know, shoot me a message and I'll send it over to you. And other than that, I hope that you have an amazing week in front of you and you take care of yourself because the best version of yourself is the one that you should be. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunday Ain't Scary podcast. If you found value from this show, please consider three free ways that you can support, all of which will be linked in the show notes. Number one is leave a review. Reviews of the lifeblood of any podcast and help others to find me. Number two, subscribe or follow wherever it is that you're listening to this right now. Number three, share with one friend who needs to hear the message from today. If you're interested in the video version of this podcast, you can go to my YouTube page, youtube.com slash Jordan Carroll, or check out the show notes, which will have links to all my social platforms, websites, and anything mentioned in the show. Thank you. And until next time, keep wandering. You're not lost.